Hello and welcome to One Up in Events podcast, the events industry podcast that shares event professionals' experiences of what they have gone through that has helped them one up in their events career. This podcast is a fun and informal way to learn from industry peers and I hope inspires you to one up in your career too. I'm your host, event professional and influencer, Nicola Root. I have the enthusiastic, driven, passionate event professional with me today, Chetan Shah. Chet has had an amazing events career working for some of the industry's best agencies, from relationship manager at Grassroots to head of operations at Black Tomato. Chet is now the CEO and founder of MiceBook.com. MiceBook is the events platform that helps planners discover, connect and collaborate with suppliers and destinations and runs the V Awards celebrating virtual and hybrid events. Chet is the leading example of connection and collaboration and has kept us going through lockdown with MiceBook Talks. Chet is so helpful and supportive with a welcoming and friendly nature and always seems to have a smile on his face. I've been very lucky to have known Chet over the years and he once said to me, Nicola, just go for it. You'll figure it out later. We're all winging it, really. Chet, thank you for being the soul behind our events industry. I cannot wait to find out what experiences you'll share with us today that has made you one up in your events career. Thanks, Nicola. My, my head is bigger than this screen now. <laughs> I think you should just cut the podcast now and just leave it there. Because it's only going to go downhill <laughs> with that high level of expectation and thought leadership. It's not high level expectation. You're incredible. Keep going. Tell my wife that because she they, they hate me at home. So, like, oh, bloody hell, Dad, you're on another flipping call. <laughs> they, they can't stand me. Well, we love you. And I just can't thank you enough. And I think from everyone in the industry for everything you've been doing, just to keep us going and keep us connecting and supporting. But I think you're just that natured. You know, I remember the first time I met you, just, God, he's a lovely man. He's really passionate about what he does. So thank you for joining me today. Thanks for the kind words. Appreciate it. So it'd be great to get started. What experience would you like to share first of what has made you one up in your career? Looking at the topic of one up, it's going to mean different things, different people. I kind of looked at what were the key milestones that kind of led me to where I am now. So the first one is definitely joining the industry because it was never, when I joined this sector 25 years ago, whatever it is, God, there was no such thing as event management or event management degrees or any careers whatsoever. I was doing events at uni and with, a, you know, doing club nights at uni. Then I joined a bank and I was bored and I joined a PR company, just took a massive salary cut to join a PR company. And then, which I kind of liked the creative stuff, but I hated PR. I just did not like the people or the sector personally. It wasn't me. And then the guy I was doing events with at uni, we used to do club nights. He, he worked for Logica and he said, look, actually, I've got this company who's doing our Christmas party called Motive Action. And that was a real turning point for me because I was like, oh, what? There's an actual company that you could actually have a job. So, you know, that was a major change because I got in touch with them. They gave me a job. I was there for five years and it was almost like a university of events. You did everything. You were thrown in to doing team build days out in a muddy field with go-karts and so on through to running conferences from day one. I mean, it was just the most immersive, like just get thrown in. And and what a better way to learn this industry than just do. You can try and study it, but there's nothing compared to doing. So I guess that's probably the first 
one up and and to the horror of my parents being Indian you know the fact that I was an account executive and they had the word account in it and I I tell this story a few times that they were just happy that they had the word account in it because they just didn't get what I did whatsoever. I don't think anybody it's not in our industry gets what we actually do. No they either they just think we swan around drinking champagne which mostly you do actually because every time I see you I think that's what you do. You do too. You're the best at it. Thanks for sharing that. It's really interesting to hear about everybody's sort of introductions and and how they got started, really. So thanks for sharing that. And so, Chet, if we move on, what is it that you loved about events? The fact that you've created something that people are then enjoying and you can see it real time. There's no second takes. There's no just ongoing cog in a wheel of deliver you know which which is fine for certain things and certain people but I just wanted to have a beginning a middle and an end and I could really focus on that everything else just kind of bored me because it was just forever ongoing like and I needed to have that focus and then see the results that's what I liked was the results were there of everything you've done if you've done it well you would see it. if you've done it badly you will see it so it motivated me to do it well which means that I was engaged and then yeah, you, you're you're very much responsible for that experience, and it's down to you. You're not. It's not down to specifically technology or or a process or anything external. A lot of it is just down to you, and and I love that. And also, just touching back on the point you made, there wasn't degrees and things when you started off in the industry. Would you say it is essential that you would need a degree now, or do you think it is just go and get that experience? It's definitely not essential. I mean, I, I, I've never recruited on the basis of a degree or not a degree. It's about you as a person. Yes, you need the core competencies of, you know, just general math, written, presentation, all of those general skills. But if you've done a history of art degree, but you're the right character, you're someone who can roll up the sleeves, be take the initiative, all of those, gen, you know, things, that is so much more important than you know, having qualification in the, in the sector because nothing can really teach you about this industry like being in it, I don't personally think. Yeah, that's a really good point to make. And it's more if you're the culture fit and if you can just get on and, and, and do it. Yeah, I, I think so. And moving on to your second experience that has made you one up in your career. So after after five or so years at Motive Action doing a lot of UK domestic stuff, um, even some big stuff, conferences, etc., I then moved to Grassroots. And that was a kind of, let's say, big boy agency. Not that Motive Action wasn't amazing, but at that, you know, in terms of that time and experience, but Grassroots was a, was a you know, serious agency. And essentially what happens a lot in this industry is that somebody above me resigned. And they then needed someone else to run a project. So then I got given a large insurance company's senior incentive program to Beijing. Now, if that person hadn't resigned, would I would I have been able been looked at? Now, that doesn't mean that's right or wrong, but ultimately those are the opportunities you need to grab. And so I got given a massive insurance company's their their senior you know CEO level C suite incentive sixteen couples of of the C suite incentive to Beijing and I'd never done something you know it's like ten grand a head type budgets so it was big you know for me and I was like holy crap but then I thought well right just 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 do it you know just just say yes and and bloody work your butt off to to work out how to make you know, one of the most prestigious events that the, the, the agency had 
even though you know at a very high level budget level and do what you know if you're passionate about it and do what you do and, and make that the most amazing experience that, that they could possibly have so that was my breakthrough by chance again you know someone resigned i got given the project and then I, and then that kind of i guess fast-tracked me into doing bigger more international stuff and and i just had to take the opportunity when it was kind of handed to me even though i was crapping myself all the way through but you know we work with great partners you, you take the advice you work with senior people in your team outside your team you work with great dmcs and as i think as long as you're really passionate about delivering a great experience it's a human experience you know you're not doing surgery you don't need to worry you're not going to kill someone well got to do with health and safety all that crap you know stuff but yeah that, that was my kind of second moment of or let's say jump in my career I love and it sort of goes back to yeah just say yes and figuring it out later I loved as well how the comment you just made about because somebody left and then it got passed down to you as well I think that happens in most agencies and probably in, in most corporate worlds as well but I think that's a really important lesson is just saying yes and, and going for it. But also, Chet, if that hadn't happened, do you think you would have gone and actually said, I want that chance to work on that project? No, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think I would have because there wasn't, it wasn't like there was going to, you know, if someone's already got the account, you can only just put your hand up to be parts of people's accounts and so on, I think. But there is a lesson there. And even now as an employer, and Everyone feels like this industry is, and I felt it so many times, like I'm just an imposter in this industry. When I joined Motive Action, they had this little subdivision, I forgot what it was called, but they did all the international stuff for Orange as the brand, the, the telecoms brand at the time. They were doing amazing stuff in France and in other parts of the world. And I was like, oh my God, that's never for me. That's, that's those guys. I'm, I'm just going to do a team build day because I, I surely can't be, you know. And actually, what impresses me the most is when people just go and they, they're proactively searching opportunities and it's amazing how many people just sit on their on their seat and don't move off their seat and when I say seat I mean what they think their role is and actually people are people that are senior and employers and stuff are desperate for people to put their hand up and go oi can I can I do that or can I suggest this or people are desperate for it and and you'd be surprised how little it actually happens I think that's a massive lesson for everybody and just believing in yourself isn't it it just comes back to belief it does and it is it's you know I mentioned the imposter syndrome, which, which you know, sometimes it's our own ceilings that we have to sh we have to break through. But most of the time, we don't even realise they're there. That we just we just kind of in this inertia of our lives, and we we need to sometimes just put your hands outside of that and just go, okay, it's a little bit scary, but God, what could it lead to? But and sometimes life just gives you that little push, which is all very welcome as well, which happened to me, I guess, twice, sort of. Chat, moving on, what is the third experience you're going to share with us today? So after a long stint at Grassroots, I then joined a company called DBMT, which was an intensive agency, an events agency in East London. And after a few roles and a bit of freelance here, I really felt I was in a role where I could make a difference and it was a, it was a nice boutique agency and responsibility and after about and I really felt okay this is my this is where I'm going to make my mark you know I don't I got some good experience I was I think I was account director or something there and as anyway I, I got made redundant after a year and a half maybe I was just peeved by that because I was made redundant from grassroots when the 0809 
thing happened. So I was bouncing around a bit. Then I got, I was doing my own stuff and so on. And then I got this role and I thought, right, this is it. Back in the industry that I love because I've been out for it for a couple of, you know, little while and wanting to make my mark. But so when I got made redundant for the second time, I was really just angry. I really just thought this was it. And I remember venting to my wife in the living room, just going, you know, just so like, ah, why? And I had this light bulb moment and that was my spit. And I don't know why. And it had nothing to do with me being annoyed, but I had this moment and I remember distinctly pacing up and down, talking to my wife about the situation. I wasn't made redundant then. I think it was coming or I could feel it coming or something. And that was when MySpeak was born. Don't know how, not even related to, oh, there should be a digital way to communicate and find suppliers and put your knowledge and all that. So yeah, MySpeak was born. So, you know, the old phrase, but one door closes, another door opens. And I loved that you just had that idea and as well you've just pushed through you've done it and you're you're doing it and doing an incredible job what was the sort of mission behind my book um it was essentially looking at the pain points at the agencies that i've worked at which is loads of people or the team gathering great knowledge having great experiences all over the world going to trade shows fan trips where on earth are all these contacts where is this knowledge of where they've been we're just inundated with communications from brands, from destinations, hotels, DMCs about what they're doing in my inbox. But I don't care about what Norway have in a hotel promotion. I, I'm actually looking at Malta for my next incentive because that's where they, that's that's going to fit the brief. So where's my intel on Malta? Where's my contacts? Where's where's the who who's the last person that went to a fam trip on Malta? Who what's the DMC we used? So basically, it was looking at all of that and going. All of these people and, and our industry, whilst it's global, is pretty small, as you know. You know, we all know the rep companies, the DMCs, the hotel contacts, the convention bureaus, airline partners. But where are all those details? A thousand business cards on my desk. Well, surely there's got to be a digital age here and a way of, yeah, just having that at your fingertips. And that's that's my book. Uh, it's and it's changed a lot actually from that initial vision, even though that core proposition is still there it's actually changed a lot that's a very inspiring story and I love how you just innovated and it's simply going back to and I suppose that's why how you create an event even it's what do people need what do they want how can I make this a service and make people's lives easier yeah and I guess I've you know it was it was a new venture in terms of technology because I've never built a technology product I'm not technical even though I'm Indian Um, everyone seems to think I know what I'm talking about but um, <laughs> um, switch it off, switch it on again, you know, that's, that's the general rule. <laughs> so I had to learn a whole new world, which was technology and how technology, you know, is a service and, and can solve problems and, and how could it do it in a digital way. And, and there's been such massive milestones of how technology works in the last 10 years, scarily so. So, yeah, it was it's, a, it's still an interesting journey. Let me let's not say I'm I'm not even I'm still at scratching at the beginning of it. That's incredible. And you've obviously grown your MySpook Talks as well, which is a part of it, which for anyone listening, I highly recommend if you haven't joined one of Chetan's MySpook Talks. Really inspiring, you know, topical points. There's lots of knowledge sharing. And what I love about it most is having that sense of community especially with everything we've gone through in the last year it's like almost like having a hug you know and it's just bringing everyone together and just yes we are going through a very shit time at the moment but we're going to get through it and 
I always when I when I leave a, a my spirit talks or the sort of online conferences you run, you just get that sense of being and that when we come back, we're going to come back with a vengeance and stronger. So thank you for creating that sort of hub for everybody in the industry. No, thanks, thanks, I appreciate it. I mean, I think that if somebody asked me what is my book, and before I would have said it's a digital platform, and I probably did intro it like that. But actually, what it is what we are or what we stand for is community. And whether that's engaging through digital, through live, through content, that's, in fact, actually what we are is a community for the events industry, or that's what we're trying to be uh, or build. I think you're doing that. You've done that. I'm excited to see what you get up to next. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. And if people want to reach out to you, what is the best way? Is it through email, LinkedIn? Yeah, either I'm on obviously LinkedIn, chatting at mysport.com on email, mysport.com for our site and all the links are there. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks so much, Chet. Thanks, Nicola. Awesome job. Well done. If you enjoyed this episode of One Up in Events with Nicola Root, I would love you to rate, review and subscribe. Apparently, it helps others know that we exist. I'd like to thank my amazing editor and producer, Emma Reevely, my incredible social media manager, Anisha Meiju, and my amazing fiancé, Brooke One Up, for creating music introduction. And of course, a massive thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening. It means so much.